Welcome to another episode of Supervision. Hey, hey, welcome. I'm Chad Wagstaff. I'm Zach Baker. And we're just really happy to be here tonight. Been too long. Always too long. It's been too long and a lot of... Life is crazy. Time just seems to keep going by. It's weird. Doesn't it? It's weird. Doesn't it, Zachy? Um, You may remember our last episode with our boss, David Parker. Our Lord and Savior, David Parker. (laughs) (laughs) David. Happy birthday, by the way. Happy birthday, David Parker. I hope you're listening and that you didn't just give us that one shot. You just needed it for clout or something. Yeah. Which you wouldn't have gotten any from, but you know. The next time we see you, you have to say hide the banana or we know you didn't listen to this podcast. Deal. Gosh. (laughs) Hide the banana. (laughs) Oh, no. <laughs> Should I not say that? Should I just say like avocado or something? It's too late now. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be good. He'll never guess it, you know? He'll probably listen to it. Probably. Only time will tell. <laughs> <laughs> only, only time will tell. Oh. Well, anyway, we're grateful for all five of our listeners. So thank you for sticking with us. Thank you. Thank you. Um, tonight, we are going to discuss relationships yeah and growth but it like at the same uh, yeah growth yeah yeah because i was gonna say like relationships we talked about this for like half a second just like how your inner circle can grow but it also can shrink at the same time i guess depending on, on, on what you are wanting yeah and just the natural kind of progression of friendships and how you how your needs and wants and support system changes over time one thing I've noticed recently in my life was is is why we I guess we came we got up on this talk on this topic talking about it, um, but I just had a realization that like I had a high school friend that like I had, even earlier than that heck I like junior high that I've been really really good friends with this person and it always seems like the only time they ever reached out was when they needed something and not to just like be a friend, say hi, whatever. Mm-hmm. And it felt like I was putting in way more effort into that relationship. Like just kind of that epiphany. I was like, I've, yeah, I don't need to, I don't need to do this. Yeah. Like not burn the bridge, but just stop putting in the effort and see what happens. Yeah. And guess what? Nothing, nothing happened. <laughs> nothing has changed. So it's like, yeah, all right, whatever. Like love you to death, but yeah. I, I, I'm not going to do it. Yeah. It's painful too. I think moving out of your, your early twenties and kind of establishing careers and life changes and having kids and all that kind of stuff. Like you just, your amount of like dispensable time or like free time really changes. And so it kind of can change the dynamic of friendships and friend groups kind of priorities too. Right. Even then with business, even in that, like, I, I don't know, being new in the, in this career field or whatever. And like, being around the office, there was like certain people that had good relationships with like you or Dave or like, they're just always around. And I was like, I need to be like buddy, buddy with them. Like I, it doesn't, I don't give a crap. Like 
I don't. I don't need to. Like, again, if they needed help or whatever, they could call me and whatever. But, like, I'm not going to continue to go out of my way to, like, try and fit in with them is maybe a way to put it. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Well, and I think the interesting thing here for the podcast, too, is, like, take a look at the people that you spend the most amount of time with, right? There's that quote or saying about how you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. I don't know if you've ever heard that before, but it's just, it's very real and it can be kind of disappointing sometimes when you really start to think about who do you talk to the most and where are they and are they where you want to be or are they behind you? And Uh, holding you back is what came to mind, but yeah, it just feels like, like think about it, right? It's like, ah, oh, it sucks to even think that well, it could be someone that you love to death, but I guess yeah. at the same time, maybe, yeah. Well, and because this podcast is about development and growth and having a vision for the way that you want your life to look like, I'm in no way trying to say cut ties and leave the people who no, no, no. you love behind. I'm just trying to say, you know, if you've got goals that you want to reach... You know, are you spending time with people who know how to reach them? Or are you getting a mentor? Are you listening to the right things? Are you, what are you consuming? Who are you spending time with? Like, you know, inevitably you're going to turn into that average of those people. So, you know, you get to choose who you spend your weekends with, who you spend your work days with. Um, And I think it makes a big difference, that environment. Yeah, I agree. Like looking at that going through. So I spend most of my time in a different office than uh, Dave and Chad and the rest of our team. team, Like occasionally someone will pop in if they're a little more up in Davis County or whatever. But like for the most part, I'm the only person there Mm -hmm. on the team. And also at the same time, that entire (laughs) office, It it is a dead zone. There's like me and three other people that I ever see there. And you look at the other two that I'm there consistently with and they're, you know, they'll produce and they're good, but um, they don't quite have the same goals aligned kind of thing. So I have to be very, I guess, conscious about not spending a ton of time just like shooting the breeze. Like, yeah. or if someone walks by and wants to chat forever, it's like, I can't, sorry, I got to work. Like I got to get this done. Yeah. Cause that's kind of where that office has gone to sadly, but weird to think about. I don't know. It's just something that, I mean, the last month-ish, yeah, like month to even like 90 days. I don't know. I've just had a big turning point with a lot of things like that. Yeah. Been cool. to. It, it, I mean, I guess kind of cool, but like a weird one is like relationships with like my siblings. Listen, a decade ago, you wouldn't catch me dead. <laughs> like having like a genuine conversation with my sister. Yeah. Or maybe not a decade ago, but like. When we were both teenagers, like, no. Hated yeah. each other's guts, whatever. Like, maybe that's the, the normal cycle. But, like, the last, yeah. like, even the last, like, few years is the first time we've had, like, a good relationship. Yeah. It's just, it, it's, and then it's, like, become one that, like, I'm going to keep that. Like, that's a good one. Like, her and her, her, and her fiance, or husband, oh, they just got married. Congrats, Lowell and Mallory. Congrats. Woohoo! Two thumbs up. <laughs> but like so like they're a good one and then like my little brother and his fiance tanner another one that like same thing with nick like we were never 
crazy uh what's a way to put it like we never had like that crazy animosity toward each other like mm-hmm. mallory and i did but like and, but it was like whatever like civil but nothing crazy but even yeah, then now it's deep. like uh, there are people i want to spend time with over trying to get some attention from some high school acquaintance we'll even call it at this point right yeah. that like was it was a good buddy or whatever back then but now it's like yeah you're just on different stages of life like i just it's not worth putting in that time yeah well, the thing I think that's interesting about relationships, too, is that anything forced isn't real, right? It's like right. It's like those natural bonds, like sibling bond and stuff, the stuff that's real and true friendships, regardless of platforms or stages in life, will stay. And there's people that you miss two or three years in a row and you don't see them and then you run into them at the store and... It's like weird. It's like a day didn't even go by you know there's people like that and then there's other people where it's like weird and like oh yeah oh okay. you I know was i was page. i was kind of using the positive example that like oh yeah it's like you didn't even skip a beat you didn't skip a beat and you're like you know it just feels really natural and those are the real ones who there's no ego involved right and there's 100%. no comparison and it's just a authentic kind of um experience and I mean, I've been talking to my coach, Angie, about this, like, quite a bit, actually, just um, the importance of being authentic. And I think that's, as you get older, a little easier. I think we're all putting on a lot of facades and trying to fit into certain boxes in high school and college. And even, I remember, like, even getting married or, like, with your spouse sometimes, you're kind of acting a certain way to make sure they don't see your faults. Right. And you're kind of like, well, like, if mine weren't glaring enough already. Yeah. You know? I mean, everybody knows Zach's faults like right off the bat. Huge nose. <laughs> Beautiful face. Beautiful face. I'm like the wish version of Ryan Gosling. I've been told <laughs> like if you bought him off wish, but then the package also got punted by the FedEx guy. Like I'm right there. So that's your new Instagram handle, Wish Ryan Gosling. I feel like it's going to be available. So I'm going to have to look. I think you should take it. So, but anyway, I was just saying with authenticity, the thing about it is it actually is extremely fulfilling. So when you're uh-huh. actually living your true, authentic self and you're not putting up those facades and you're not trying to puppet master everybody's reaction to how you might be perceived it's a really freeing experience. And that's what I've been trying to like really hone in on. Right. Like Mm -hmm. be me, do what I want to do, you know, go after my goals without apology, without, you know, the illusion of control. Cause truly we don't have control over how other people are going to react or feel about it. So, um, anyway, what are your thoughts on that? I like that where you're saying you don't have control over someone else's thoughts or feelings or whatever, or how they feel about you for being you. Right. Like right. what's that? Who was Andy Frazella? The, even the other day put up something like that. He did his little Q and a or whatever on Instagram and those get wild. Definitely check those out. That's worth it. But he, he got a questions to that extent about like, what, like how do you like handle people? Cause he's a pretty intense in your face. Like doesn't give a crap what you even think and someone asked that question about they get self-conscious or weird about wanting to like how do they phrase it i guess wanting like worrying about what people think and he was like it is not my damn business yeah what they think about me 
nor should you care. Absolutely. And I think getting to that point is pretty powerful. Yeah. Where it's like, I mean, having empathy towards it, sure. If, if you offend them or whatever, I don't know, whatever situation yeah. like that. But like at the same time, like whatever they think, like who even cares? Like yeah. move on. And how can you know too? That's the other thing. Like I'll give an example that I was talking to uh, uh, with my coach Angie about like, you know, I had wanted to trying to schedule time to go to California. And I was like, <sighs> like a vacation, like normal, like a normal person goes uh-huh. on vacation. Right. And like, I was like, not posting pictures on Instagram of me at the beach. And I had said something like offhanded and I didn't even think about it. I was like, Oh, well I just didn't want people to feel like I wasn't like working, working. Or- Cause like, and she was like, wait, 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 like let's dig into that. And I was like, okay, what? And she's like, why are you not allowed to take a vacation? And I'm like, well, obviously I'm allowed to take a vacation. She's like, why are you so worried about putting out an image that you don't take vacations? And I'm like, well, I mean, I've just kind of, you know, built my business over being available and like wanted to always make sure that people could feel like they could approach me. You know, I have this like really positive, like right. Johnny on the spot response. And she's like, no, no, no. Like, like she's like, don't just let this go by. Like, think about this. And and I'm like, okay. So anyway, she kind of helped me work through it. And she's like, if you want to post a picture of your and your kids at the beach, like on Instagram, that's what Instagram's for. She's like, you don't know how other people are going to react. You know, you don't know that people are going to immediately say, oh, he's not working. He's such a lazy realtor, right? Right. No, I get that. It's something I never really thought about, but I think I've done the same thing. Yeah. Like even just recently, we were in California for a week. We went to like Disneyland before. We took Hadley one kind of last time before the new baby's here and, and before Kaylee just like couldn't travel, couldn't travel and whatever. And then we went to uh, San Diego for the rest of the week and went to my sister's, you know, wedding in La Jolla. And I went to like a baseball game. I took my dad to a baseball game yeah, and, and all this stuff. And it was like, like, honestly, like the highlight of your year, right? It's like probably yeah, what like, you work for. And it was like, I, w- I distinctly remember not putting a picture up because August was the busiest month I've ever had. Yeah. Like utter chaos. That's right. And I was gone for 10 days of it. Yeah. Between that and then another quick little weekend trip, but like the craziest, most insane month of my entire life. And so I thought I, now that it like that brings it up where I was like, no, I'm not going to post it. Like whatever. Yeah. Because it was the same thing. Like, I don't want my clients to think like you're not working hard for me. Yeah. Or not even, I don't know. It's maybe more of like the, like, I don't care. Like I'm paying him money to work for me. And he's just like Mm -hmm. sitting in a baseball game tonight. And it's like, well, first off, it's uh, 9 p.m. <laughs> Let's set that boundary. <laughs> well, interesting it's really, thought, though. It really is interesting, and it's actually like pervasive, and it's a problem because I think entrepreneurs specifically have kind of this 24 7 availability issue Absolutely. that they feel like, you know, I've really got to do anything it takes to get whatever I can and get the momentum. And it's, it's, something that not everybody's born with that's why not everybody can like yeah be an entrepreneur but also it's it's not healthy <laughs> you know it, absolutely it, not. it serves some purposes and often gets things done quickly but um but yeah it it's really been eye-opening for me to have that awareness and be like okay 
like what's real right now? What do I have control over? Mm-hmm. Very little. And what's my what's my truth? What's my authentic kind of way to to live? And once you kind of let go of that, it really does feel a lot better. Like there's light at the end of the tunnel if you're there in that comparison trap right now or worried about what people might think. Like I don't know if it ever totally goes away. But Probably not. If I don't you know. can at very minimum when you start to think what will somebody else say or what will this group think or what will this friend, how will this friend react or whatever, and you have that awareness moment where you're like, wait, why am I worried about it? Mm-hmm. Like, why won't I post a picture of me and my kids at the beach? You know, like. Something as innocent as that. Yeah, like it's innocent. Like, yeah, like that's what people want to see on social media. If anything, it starts sparks more genuine conversations and oh my gosh, you were at the beach. Amazing. Like Blair's getting so big and right. Was it cold? And did you have fun? And honestly, it, it like gives you more authenticity once you actually live that way. So it's kind of a double edged sword. It's kind of funny how it, how did you it ever post that works. picture? I didn't well, because we were talking about it in the past. Like it had already happened. I'd already not posted it. Well, Fair enough. So then I like didn't ever go back. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I probably should. Maybe yeah, I'll do post it. it for you, for y'all today. Do it. Flashback Friday. I don't know what day it is. It's, it's Wednesday. It's Wednesday. Flashback Wednesday. It's Wednesday night. This will probably get put up hopefully tomorrow. On Flashback Friday. Yeah, While I'll do Zach's it. in labor and delivery. Yeah, I got, um, if I've got a, you know, a handful of hours to just sit Cause I can't do it. That's another, that's, I can't control anything there. That's no, scary. That's a hard, it's not hard. It's, it's weird how you've literally no, not control. hard for me. Yeah. yeah not I'm not doing anything I'm not hard trying to say anything about. It's not hard for me. It's very hard for the woman. Hopefully that happens between now and Friday. I'd like that. Get it over with very soon. Yeah. I mean, it's early, but she'll be fine. Hopefully. Thinking no, what am about I saying? It, I don't know. Thinking about growth. it. Growth. Achievement. No, I was just going to say, look, like thinking about it after we're talking about this, looking back in, in our business, and we don't want to get too real estate I guess. I don't know. But maybe just sales in general, right? Because you want to create that recurring business through your clientele. Yep. The ones that you click with, these clients that you really click with and stay in contact with, and you know they're sending you... Christmas cards and, and what, you know, whatever the, mm-hmm. the connection or relationship might be like the ones that you're closest with thinking about it are the ones that like, you're just like the most like you, like you don't have to act a different way or pretend to like something more that be just because it's like their personality kind of thing. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, just- well, and especially I think in our business where we're really selling we're not selling like a house, right? No, it's we're not, selling us. We're not creating the house and selling it, right? right? We're selling the process of buying or selling a house through us. So when we can be authentic, it attracts that group of people who is easy to work with and who likes you and you like that. And wants and, to work with you mm-hmm. no matter what. No matter what. And that's kind of the goal, right? That that momentum continues and your referral base gets bigger out of the people that genuinely like and appreciate you. And then 
your quality of life goes up because your quality of clientele goes up and and then that's when it gets really fun you know that's when it's the best yeah and say i had one just recently that and it's it's always that way right out of the blue like maybe haven't talked to him in a couple of months ish it's probably been three or four months since i spoke with him Mm -hmm. but it's just like randomly like hey we're moving to texas like need you need your help yeah like please help us right now and it's like okay like ready to go absolutely let's do it like mm-hmm. and they then they just don't even question it they just trust everything you say mm-hmm. no matter what yeah i think that's a big you know feather in your hat too for taking good care of people and obviously being good at your job and all of those types of things but it's so rewarding to have that type of business versus out grinding calling strangers trying to search out and create a deal out of nothing. Yeah. Like and impress them and trying for to those first them few years. Whatever. It's like, it's, it's never it's ending. Tough. It's never ending. Still doing it. Yeah, of course. But all day, every day. Um, the other thing that I just have kind of been thinking about with it is just, you know, when you have that, you know, level shift in your mind, when you mm-hmm. start to be like, okay, you know, I'm going to prioritize the relationships that, I truly value and that value me and it's reciprocal and it's healthy. Right. And the boundaries are set and there's, you know, good energy flowing. It really opens up your bandwidth. Like, you know, that you can spend a lot of mental space kind of sending or building relationships Uh that are not really there or that are false or that are kind of dying and trying to resuscitate and they're not really, Right, because the other party just doesn't. Because the other party's not. They're not doing it right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So like, when you actually have that shift up one step forward into awareness, and it's like, okay, you know, these relationships in my life are healthy. These are ones that I want to work on. These are ones that I need to go away. All of a sudden, you become so much more powerful, right? Like, as a person, like you, like me, like I can now nurture the relationships that are valuable with way more authenticity and way more like attention because I cut loose that bottom third. Right. Or I just kind of removed myself from this kind of insanity cycle of going after something that's not really going anywhere. You know, that just made me think about, made me think about this book. I don't know if you've read this one family friendly, so I won't, say the full title but the subtle art of not giving oh yeah a blank perhaps a i haven't read it uh but dave by mark manson dave loved it it was awesome and then i think dave was the one who recommended it to me maybe or it's one of those it was like yeah. big all over target and whatever so i saw it if you can say it at times. target you can say it on supervision well i'm just kidding yeah. family friendly <laughs> um my mom might listen but Dave, when Dave was like, I read this book, I'd really like it. He's like, I actually think you already kind of live this way, (laughs) (laughs) which I don't know if that's true or not, but I think so. But no, I mean, boil it down. It talks about you've only got, you know, in your day, your battery's a hundred percent. Yeah. And you've got to be able to make sure you're only giving whatever amount needed to specific things. And those things that are just draining you for no reason that you need that that energy for something else, like just don't care. Mm-hmm. Like as much as that might be crazy to say about certain things, like 
I don't know. I mean, you could find anything right now in the world that you should care about and, tr- and, and genuinely want to help. But like, what is your 10% energy you're going to give it? Do anything. Yeah. Like, probably nothing. Right. Like be, again, be empathetic, whatever. But like that 10% could be better used. Uh, instance for me, I guess, I don't know, like spending that extra 10% on, you know, doing something for my daughter or my wife mm-hmm. or a family member or a, a good friend of mine that needs some help doing mm-hmm. whatever you've got a hundred percent per day and you're slowly just draining. Like don't give energy to things that don't matter. Yeah. It's great advice. And it's true on this with relationships and your energy. It's also true on motivation. And, and there's books that talk about that too, that motivation's never there when you need it. I remember him in that book talking about like people being offended by like cussing. Mm -hmm. So the first like two chapters of that book are colorful. Like I wrote them. And then, yeah, exactly. (laughs) And then it's just like, like, why are you even caying about that? Like Mm -hmm. there's bigger fish to fry. Move on. Yeah. Like, why does that bother you? It shouldn't, it's Mm -hmm. not going to, if that's going to ruin your day, then you've got bigger issues you need to figure out. (laughs) Yeah. Like I wrote it. Gosh, dang it. (laughs) Oh man, I'm a little bit of a sailor uh, over I here. I love it. Sorry about that. Yeah, this is the most like PG thing that we do for sure. <laughs> well, I like I like this topic. I think that we've kind of circled full fully around on it, so I don't want to beat a dead yeah. horse. But um, my my challenge to our listening group is a. Uh, to take that awareness to the next level, do an inventory of your, take of an, your relationships, take an inventory, who write it down, write down in your phone, on a paper, wherever in a DM to me, who are the five people you spend the very most time with? Who are your top five? It's easy to get to two or three. Oh, my wife. Oh, my business partner, my kids. Then dot, 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 dot. Who's taking, you know, the fourth and fifth spot and do they deserve to be there? Hopefully, hopefully that if awareness, not, it's a weird conversation. To yeah. Have if with it's yourself. not, I mean, that's not something delete you delete them like. from your phone. Never talk to them again. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, oh boy. Anyway, we appreciate you listening and growing with us more than, you know, and thanks for spending your day and your commute. Yeah. Let us know what you thought. Supervision. Check us out on Instagram at supervision podcast. Supervision. Have a good one. Donda. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. You're listening to Supervision. Supervision. Liftoff and the clock has started. <laughs>